0: All right, welcome to the Get Lean E Clean podcast. My name is Brian grin. I hope you had a great weekend. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Uh hopefully you spent it with, with some family and friends, enjoyed some nice weather, some good food. Um also hopefully you listened to my interview with Dr. Rob Bell. He's a uh pretty much you want to say a mental toughness coach. He works with, you know, high achieving athletes, uh the PGA Tour, NASCAR, um and Much, much more, and and he's, uh, you know, sports psychology is something I've always been interested in. So I was really excited to get him on the podcast, and it really didn't disappoint. We touched on a lot of great topics, such as patience, you know, such as the power of time, and uh, just ways to sort of, you know, enhance your mental toughness, whether it comes to sport or for work or whatever it is. I think it's something that's a practice that you know needs to be obviously worked on like anything else is worked on, whether you're working out, uh, the mental side needs needs to be worked on just as much. So um yeah, check out my interview with Dr. Rob Bell if you haven't already. And on today's micro podcast, I did want to piggyback off my last one, which was uh discussing um eating slowly and how it can help with digestive issues, but also can help with satiety. And satiety is something that is so crucial because, you know, if we can If we could just simply get rid of the absence of hunger, for the most part, you know, by eating satiating foods, nutrient-dense foods, as you'll see I'm going to talk about today, this is a great way to sort of, if you are looking to lose some weight, help you lose weight, maybe even improve your metabolic health um, so you don't have to always deal with sort of this unbearable hunger. Now, there's been, you know, different indexes that have come out regarding the satiety of foods. Um, there was one that came out. Um, gosh, if I want to check the date on it, it's been out oh, since ninety-five. The University of Sydney in Australia um did a study where they um took like 38 common foods. So take it for what it is. There's a lot more foods out there than 38, but it sort of uh gives you an idea and they measured um subjectively how the hunger of these patients or these individuals that participated in the study and their fullness every 15 minutes. For, for a three hour span um and so I'll leave a link in the show notes if you want to check out this satiety index chart um, with the 38 foods and this is what I wanted to discuss today because you know some people eat because they're stressed some people eat because they're bored. these are all reasons, right um for me sometimes I eat because I'm bored. <laughs> I, I would say I'm not I'm I'm not a bored individual. For the most part, I try to keep myself fairly busy. That's not to say that being bored is a bad thing. You know, I think that's something that gets lost. Sitting in sitting by yourself or sitting with family and just talking or or just um I would never be bored talking with my wife. No. <laughs> uh but either way, people find different reasons to eat. And if one of those is the fact that you're just always hungry, well, maybe this is something. You know, you might want to look into a little bit as far as you know what foods can create can keep you satisfied longer. Uh, this is something I've always been interested in because you know it is about self experimentation, and I'll try eating different foods and seeing how I feel energy wise, seeing if it satisfies me and I'm not hungry and you know thirty minutes later. And you sort of got to find your sweet spot. Now there is sort of there's commonality. I would say, and there's some basic principles to go along with uh it's the foods and how many nutrients are in it and, and um you know whether what type of macronutrient combination is in that food to to keep you satisfied. And I'm gonna touch on that today and piggyback off um Marty Kendall, who has done a lot of great work in this in this area, and I'll I'll put a link in the show notes so you can check out his different he's got such great articles in his blog about satiety index and um, ways to sort of analyze different foods. Um, and so I, I I really like Marty Kendall. I've had him on my podcast. So if you haven't listened to that interview, check it out as well. I've had him on a couple times. times. Um, and so looking at the satiety index that was done, uh, like I mentioned, in 95, quite a while ago, um, unsurprisingly enough, processed carbs and fat combo foods like croissants, cakes, donuts... Um, scored fairly poorly on this. I think most people would understand that. Um, While high-protein foods like meat and fish scored fairly well. Um, Maybe to some people's surprise, a cooked and cool white potato with no salt or oil outperformed everything um, with the highest score. And this could be partly due, obviously, to the resistant starch that's within that potato. Um, That's not to say you should always just be eating cooked and cooled white potatoes. But it could be something you might want to add to the diet. Um, I think the conclusion for the most part from these 38 foods was that the higher protein percentage um, from calories definitely scored high. The The foods that had some more fiber in it and the ones that had less fat performed um, the greatest. Um, so, it wasn't always a linear chart. I'll, will You'll take a look and see all the different foods. Uh, I'm not going to show it to you uh, right now, but if you're watching on YouTube, um, maybe I'll put a, a a a little you know diagram up to show you in a bit. But um, the bottom line and and to conclude was very high carb, low fat foods like rice, oranges, grapes, apples actually scored fairly high for the three hour test which might surprise some people thinking that rice might not, but um, oranges, grapes, apples, those did. And uh, at the other extreme, low carb, high protein foods like fish and meat were were very satisfying um, satiating foods. And like I said to you before, the blend of fat and carbs, which seems to be a common theme like croissants, cakes, donuts, potato chips had very low satiety scores. So, I think that's the biggest conclusion to get from that. And when we talk about satiety, you know, there's a range of hormones and I'll just just rattle them off here. GLP-1, CCK, PPY, ghrelin, insulin, leptin, these all play roles in in signaling hunger and satiety Um, and how you eat different foods and quality foods are going to affect these hormones and manipulate them one way or the other. Um, GLP one is something is a primary satiety hormone and tends to be influenced by nutrient nutritious foods. So, uh, there's been studies regarding GLP one and, um, there's a lot of expensive drugs that are trying to artificially mimic GLP one in our bodies. But I think that we can focus on nutrient dense foods. We can naturally stimulate it and, you know, get it for free as opposed to trying to find an expensive drug. Um, if we prioritize nutrients um, with the foods that we eat, this can go a long way and help satisfy um, this hunger hormone. So I think that's one of the bigger things to take from all of this is that um, the quality of your food matters. You know, I, I've talked about, you know, you, you'll hear people talk about calories and calories out, but it, but I, I, I think that's just a, a very simplistic way of looking at it and just saying that if you have to be in this calorie deficit, then you'll lose weight. Well, sure, that's maybe one aspect of it. But if you're just eating processed foods, and I've talked about this before, um, in the long run, you're going to be lacking in nutrients and your body's, gonna, your body's not going to be happy. You're going to end up being more hungry for a longer period of time. And I've talked about the um another way of looking at satiety is the thermic effect of foods and how protein has the highest thermic effect um I won't go into all that now, but the bottom line is it takes your body that much more energy to digest protein, so you're actually almost burning some of the calories that you're already eating from that food um and so it's essentially um gonna work more towards you than against you as opposed to eating. You know, hundred calories of a donut, where the thermic effect of that food is pretty much probably zero. <laughs> you pretty much digest it and you it very quickly, and you don't have to work at all to break it down. Um, so that's another effect of satiety. But you know, protein percentage is huge. Some of the things that I gather as well um, from the satiety indexes is fiber, potassium, calcium, sodium. These are parameters that help when when you're looking for satiety. Um, and I'll leave a link in the show notes for this for the, the index that was done a while back, but also for a link to Marty Kendall's website, which does a great job as far as foods is concerned. And, you know, just to give you an idea of some higher, more sa- satiating foods, um, that were on, on this, uh, that got a higher satiety score that Marty Kendall's talks about as far as plant-based foods. Watercress, broccoli, asparagus, parsley, to name a few. Those were higher up. Um, so those were higher plant based foods, seafood, cod, salmon, shrimp, oysters, mackerel. Actually, mackerel's been something I've been adding in and having it at lunch. You know, and and that's the thing is uh you can get some quality mackerel, um, and you can get, you know, quality oysters. And this is something that if you want to have for lunch, breakfast, dinner, it goes great. You can add you add certain things. Sometimes I put avocado in there, mix it up, uh, maybe cut up some carrots, some cucumbers, and you can make your own little little mix there. But you're getting a you know a high satiety food like a mackerel um, with protein, and it's you know you're I honestly you feel full for longer. Um, so that's a food that I've implemented. Sardines is another one, and then when it comes to animal based foods, um, livers up there actually egg whites is fairly high in the satiating category um it's a high protein low fat food so egg whites cottage cheese skinless chicken breast lean beef those those can be used you know you don't always have to have the, you know i, I love my ribeyes but some of these the lean the lean cuts go a long way as you know egg white is high on the satiety score um, cottage cheese liver uh sirloin steak um you know, maybe some chicken breast from time to time. You want to make sure you get a pasture raised, raised in quality, uh, chicken breast. Um, if you check out Force of Nature, I have no affiliation. They have some great chicken there. Um, and so, whole eggs are great. Ground beef is a big one. Ground beef is something that you know you can make a lot of different meals with, and it's not as expensive as buying like a ribeye. Uh, my wife and I use ground beef quite a bit, um, and that's high in the satiety score. So, um. That's what I want to touch on today is, yeah, eating slowly is one aspect of creating satiety and letting your body realize the foods that it's actually taking in. But on the other uh, hand, quality of food matters so much as well when it comes to satiety. And some of the foods I mentioned already are things that maybe you might want to think about adding into your diet. So that's all I want to touch on today. Um, I hope you're doing well. If you got my email, if you're on my email list, um, I'm going to start sending some emails out. I'm not going to bombard you with them, but I'm just going to give you some some high level things and and my book, uh, the step ladder systems coming out. So look out for that. Really excited for that. Took me like you know six to eight months to put that together. Uh, so if you have any questions, let me know. Um, I'll put some links in the show notes with, um, with Marty Kendall's, um, insight into this and as well as the satiety index scores. Um, so thanks so much for listening. And if you love the podcast, feel free to leave a review. I would love it. I hope you have a great rest of the day and I'll talk to you on Friday with another great interview. Thanks for listening to the get lean E clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine. And I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.